0: What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, as always, am your host, Phoenix Hygis, and everybody, we are going to be getting into the predictions for the AFC and NFC Championship game, so if you want to hear my predictions, stay tuned for the end of the episode. That's where I'll be placing them. But we got some other news in the NFL that I want to talk about and some news in another sport. I'm talking about the Pro Bowl rosters in the NFL and the All-Star starters have been announced for the NBA All-Star game. So I want to get into the NFL Pro Bowl rosters because they've been out for a while. I never really got to discuss my opinion on them. So I'm going to go position by position in the AFC and the NFC, talk about it if I feel they got it right, You know, who are the replacements in case, you know, one of the people makes the Super Bowl, et cetera, et cetera. So starting off in the NFC at quarterback, I think they got it pretty much 100% correct. They have Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Kyler Murray all starting at the quarterback position. I think there may be a possible argument for Matthew Stafford to be placed in there. But he had a bit of a downfall at the end of the season. I get it, Kyler Murray kind of did too. But I think those top three are pretty solid. I don't really have any arguments against any others. And obviously, all three of them are out of the playoffs, so they'll most likely be playing. The three running backs, Dalvin Cook, James Conner, Alvin Kamara. This position, James Conner is obviously deserving. Dalvin Cook, when he played, he was great, but he didn't play a lot. So I think we might have to see in the future about the possibility of limiting the uh, the votes for someone who doesn't really play the full season. Evan Kamara, you know, in terms of a voting thing, he's obviously a popular choice. I, I don't think he had his greatest season yet. But honestly, looking at all the other running backs in the NFC, I think these three probably are the most deserving. I don't see anybody who really passes them maybe Aaron Jones possibly I I don't know I think those three are the solid picks but Dalvin Cook didn't really play the full season so it's kind of a question for me wide receivers we got five of them although Devontae Adams is looking like he's probably not gonna play so we have Cooper Cup Devontae Adams who seems like he's out of it Justin Jefferson Debo Samuel and Mike Evans I have no problem with these top five, especially, I think it's very deserving of Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Debo Samuel to be in this. Mike Evans and Devontae Adams, I think, were projected to make the Pro Bowl from the beginning. Now, obviously, one of these wide receivers will not be playing in the Pro Bowl, Debo Samuel, or Cooper Cup, because one of them will be making the Super Bowl. If that is the case... Uh, my gut wants to say Odell, but he, he really shouldn't be in there. I think some great alternate pick for whoever makes the Super Bowl would maybe be Amari Cooper, uh, possibly throw Terry McLaurin in that possibility. Um, I, I think those are kind of the two guys, especially ter- Terry McLaurin just got so overlooked because he's not on the greatest team. He's on, obviously, Washington. But he had an over-1,000-yard season. I'd say it would be between those two if you're asking me. Tight ends, they got 100% correct. Uh, George Kittle obviously may make the Super Bowl, but I-, I can't really think of anybody who's super deserving of that replacement. George Kittle and Kyle Pitts were the two best tight ends. Obviously, Kyle Pitts breaking tons of rookie tight end records this season. Now, with the offensive line, I'm going to be completely honest. I I I don't really pay attention too much to the offense fly in the NFL. I see Trent Williams. I know he didn't play some games this season, but I think he is one of the top offensive linemen in the NFL. Zach Martin, I know he's been great before. I don't know if he's really really still putting up the numbers like he was. And obviously Jason Kelsey from the Eagles, even if he's not playing at his greatest, the man is just one of the most consistent players in the NFL. Uh, I don't think he's missed the snap in, in years. If anybody is a big fullback fan, they have check from the 49ers. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't know many other fullbacks in the NFC or AFC. Um, I know he's the most popular, so that's probably why he got voted in. Because at the end of the day, the NFL Pro Bowl is a popularity contest, and that that's what it's come down to. Defensive end, I think they got pretty much completely correct. Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, and Cameron Jordan all had great seasons. Nick Bosa got overlooked, I think, a lot, uh, but he's starting to get the popularity more and more right now in the playoffs. And Cameron Jordan absolutely destroyed it this season. If you didn't watch many Saints games, which it seems like a lot of people didn't because of their whole situation at quarterback, Cameron Jordan played an amazing season, just that New Orleans defense in general was amazing. In terms of the interior lineman, the one guy you really need to look at is Aaron Donald. I mean, everybody else here, I'm assuming, is probably very deserving. I saw Kenny Clark play from the Green Bay Packers this season. I don't, uh, from what I'm seeing on here, it says that he's not playing and being replaced by Hartgrave from the Philadelphia Eagles, but Kenny Clark, uh, I saw play this season and had some great plays, but, Aaron, you know, nobody is better than Aaron Donald in terms of the defensive side. Outside and inside linebackers, uh, I think the top guys are completely deserving here. Chandler Jones and Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons, the f- the season he had is absolutely incredible. It stinks that he has to be on a team that I kind of root against in the Cowboys. Um, but to be a rookie and probably be the best defensive player at your position is absolutely incredible. And then Chandler Jones, uh, you know, kind of slowed down at the end of the season, but not really. He played at his normal level. But the first, like, few games of the season, he was, like, the headline of every week. I think he had, like, five sacks in his first game. Um. So the fact that he didn't break the record might be like a little disappointing that TJ Watt did it instead, but a great season nonetheless. In terms of quarterbacks, I think the middle two are great picks. Darius Slay and Jalen Ramsey definitely deserve to be in the Pro Bowl. Marshawn Lattimore from the Saints, I've seen his stats. He played a great season, but I don't think it was like... Up to the standards of where he should be he should be like a top two all the time in the nfc i do think out of everybody in the nfc he is deserving of a spot in the pro bowl but he wasn't playing at the level i expect martian Lattimore to be playing the one i have a problem with and i don't have a replacement for him but i just i don't think he deserves to be in the pro bowl and that's trayvon diggs i get it he led the league in interceptions but like When you look at his numbers outside of the interceptions, an absolutely horrendous season from him. I mean, he has some of the most, if not the most yards allowed by receivers and the most yards per attempt on him. So if you're asking me, Trayvon Diggs probably would have still been in the Pro Bowl, but I don't think he deserves to be. In terms of the safeties, I have no problem. Uh, Quandre Diggs had a great season, but he's being replaced by Antoine Winfield Jr., who also had an amazing season on the Buccaneers. In terms of the strong safety, Buda Baker is the starter. I absolutely uh, think that he deserves to be the top spot. He has played a great couple of seasons since his rookie year. And Harrison Smith from the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know if these were kind of like pity votes, but... Harrison Smith is not like he was, you know, a few seasons ago. He's still good. Don't get me wrong. He still plays the position very well. But I don't think he's a top two strong safety in the NFC. Moving on to the AFC is where I have some trouble. At the quarterback, you have Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Very deserving of those top two spots. Obviously, Mahomes may possibly go to the Super Bowl. So he may have to be replaced. The one I have a problem with... And it's tough because a lot of people have been hating on Lamar Jackson as of late. I think Lamar Jackson is amazing. I think he's probably a top seven quarterback in the NFL, if not top five. You know, he's probably going to show that next season when he's not injured. But the fact that he was injured and he had a lot of moments where he was found to be stopped, like he did not have a great game against the Bengals back in week six, I believe. I think that third spot deserves to go to Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. Um, If Patrick Mahomes ends up being out for this game, I think Josh Allen will obviously take that spot. I think if Joe Burrow was invited, he probably wouldn't go. I think it's just too much of a risk for him. So if you're asking me, Lamar Jackson should have been replaced by Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, but hopefully one of them get the opportunity, uh, considering the chance of Patrick Mahomes might be going to the Super Bowl. The running back, I'm completely fine with this running back list. Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, and Joe Mixon. Obviously three people that definitely deserve to be in there. Um, If Joe Mixon isn't in, I do see the argument for Najee Harris getting in. Although I think his numbers are a little unbelievable because of how many times he ran the ball this season, his his yards are great. He's in like the top ten. But if you look at how many times he ran the ball, you would say, "Oh, he's actually not getting that many yards per carry. He's just carrying it so much." But these top three, absolutely great choice. And be honest, they completely got it correct also on the wide receivers: Tyreek Kill, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, and Keenan Allen. Definitely deserving of those spots. Now, obviously, one of them will not be playing between Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill, depending on who makes it to the Super Bowl. I I would say maybe Hunter Renfro would be my top pick. Um, I'm sure there's many other uh, players that deserve to be in that spot, but Hunter Renfro was one of the more entertaining players to play this season for me. So I would give that final four spot to Hunter Renfro. Tight ends, I I don't know how they possibly could have screwed this up. Mark Andrews statistically was the best tight end in the NFL this season. Travis Kelsey is genuinely the best uh, tight end in the NFL. It's hard to not pick these two for the next coming seasons unless a rookie tight end comes in out of nowhere in the AFC. These two should probably dominate the position for a very, very long time. At the offensive line, uh, I only see one problem with this. Obviously, I said I don't study the offensive line too much. But I see that center position. Ryan Kelly from the Indianapolis Colts obviously had a tragic story this season of losing his daughter, and outside of that, played amazing this season, so I'm happy happy for that. But Creed Humphrey from the Kansas City Chiefs was probably the best rookie this season, just generally, obviously, you know, you don't look at an offensive lineman for offensive rookie of the year. But he was insanely valuable and a great pickup for the Kansas City Chiefs this season. He should most definitely be a pro bowler at the center position. For any of my fullback fans, Patrick Richards from the Baltimore Ravens got in. I don't know if he's deserving of it or not. I didn't really watch the AFC fullbacks play this season. So congratulations, Baltimore Ravens fans. You got a Raven at the fullback position. At defensive end, after watching all three of these players play this season, I don't really know if there's anybody that deserves to go over them at defensive end. We have Miles Garrett from the Browns, Max Crosby from the Raiders, and Trey Hendrickson from the Bengals. All three of these players have played at an insane level. Uh, I don't see a reason why any of these three players don't make the Pro Bowl. Obviously, Trey Hendrickson may be out to the Super Bowl, but these three players are completely deserving. In terms of interior linemen, I didn't watch much DeForest Buckner this season but I watched Hard Knocks that had the Colts this season and he seemed like a very center core piece of the Colts so I'm assuming he had a great season but I did watch a lot of Chris Jones from the Chiefs and Cameron Hayward from the Steelers and they played absolutely insanely well. Cameron Hayward obviously kind of reaching the end of his career but still playing at a very high level and Chris Jones absolutely dominated the second half of the season. In terms of the outside and inside linebackers, the two that you really need or the three that you really need to look at here is TJ Watt. Obviously broke the NFL sack record this season, most likely going to go on and win NFL defensive player of the year. Joey Bosa who is not playing but is definitely deserving of this Pro Bowl spot. He will be replaced by Harold Landry of the Tennessee Titans and if he had any part in the nine sacks of Joe Burrow last game then he obviously deserves a spot here. And with the inside middle linebacker there's only one guy you really need to look at. Darius Leonard from the Indianapolis Colts. He's just a turnover machine but he does it consistently without letting too many yards. I think the better version of a Trayvon Diggs type of person, but he obviously is deserving of that place. The cornerbacks, I have no problem with these four. These are the four that I think deserve to be here. JC Jackson and Kenny Moore the second from the Colts and Patriots, uh, and flip those teams right there, are two players that I didn't think were going to get voted into the Pro Bowl because they're on teams where you kind of mix up the players and kind of forget about a few of them. J.C. Jackson, Kenny Moore II, played absolutely amazing this season and definitely deserve a spot on that Pro Bowl. J.C. Jackson is starting the game, so a big shout-out to them. The other two, Xavier Howard and Denzel Ward, I think players that we expected to maybe make the Pro Bowl this season. If you had to ask me personally watching this season, I think Owusie from the Bengals, and that's from a non-biased standpoint, I promise. I'm looking at this fairly. Awuzie deserves to be in the top four. He was one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL this season, maybe right below Jalen Ramsey in terms of efficiency. On the free safety and strong safety, I have no problems. Kenren Byard from the Tennessee Titans and Derwin James from the Chargers played absolutely amazing this season. Tyron Matthew is the backup for the strong safety. Obviously, he may play in the Super Bowl. If he were to, I would put Micah Hyde from the Buffalo Bills in there. I think, that's, I think those two are a great list. And if Matthew is to not play, obviously he may not even play as well because he's in concussion protocol right now. So I think that's good right there for Micah Hyde to go in. In terms of the special teams, I'm just going to go with the, with the kicker. In the AFC, we have Justin Tucker. Uh, I have no problem with that. Obviously, as a Bengals fan, I want to be biased and say Evan McPherson, but it definitely deserves to be Justin Tucker. On the NFC side, on the NFC side, we have Matt Gay from the Los Angeles Rams. I haven't watched much of him throughout the entire regular season, but from what I've seen in the playoffs, he has played absolutely amazing. So, I'm assuming that is definitely well deserved. So that is all I got for the uh, Pro Bowl rosters. I think the voting did a pretty good job. I think there's some positions where they missed on the very last guy. But in terms of the starters, absolutely great list. You know, I'm sure it'll be a shootout, but it'll always be fun to watch. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting into the NBA All-Star Game starters. They have just been released as of last night. I shared some of my opinions about it on Twitter if you want to go check that out. But I have absolutely no problems with 9 out of the 10 starters announced. And if you paid any attention to them being announced, you know exactly which one I am talking about. On the Eastern side, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan, absolutely the top guys, the guys that deserve to be there. On the Western Conference, LeBron James, Nicole Jokic, John Morant, Stephen Curry, absolutely the top four guys there. The one person I have a problem with, and he should be an, he should be an all-star. But he should not be an All-Star starter, and that is Andrew Wiggins from the Golden State Warriors. And you know, Paul George probably would, probably would have been here if he didn't get injured, so he might be even the second pick. But I don't even think he's the third pick. I don't even think he's the fourth, fifth, sixth pick. I think this guy is way down the line of the front court players. When you're telling me. There's a guy even on his team that deserves to be here more than him. Draymond Green deserves to be here. Anthony Davis, even though he hasn't even played this much this season, deserves to be there over Wiggins. Brandon Ingram definitely deserves to be over, but over Wiggins. Carl Anthony Towns has played at an insane level this season. Most definitely probably should have been the starter here. Andrew Wiggins no discredit to him but when I look at his stats this man is known as a primary scorer and he's 51st in the league in points per game. I get it he's playing on a team that's very popular, a team that is winning this season. But man, when I look at some of the other players I say dang, they really missed out on a spot and there's one player that is going to miss out. On playing in the All-Star game because they decided to name Wiggins the starter. The other nine, I I didn't even want to make this much of a discussion because the other nine are absolutely perfect. I don't know if this is fully just fan vote or if this is also some of the uh, NBA analysis, but nine of these players are absolutely correct. They're the top nine players here. Wiggins does not deserve a spot. Although who even really cares about the NBA All-Star game at this point? If I'm the first one to say it, so what? It has just become, you know, a dunk contest at this point. No one's taking it insanely seriously. No one's really, you know, trying to win the game. It's just become, you know, what can you do? What's your best dunk? What's your best shot? And who plays the best? But, you know, when I'm watching the NFL All-Star game, I'm like, all right, these guys actually want to see who is better, the NFC or the AFC. These guys are just playing with their friends and seeing who can get the highest score. Um... And then, in a sense, the NBA All Star, the MB, the MLB All Star game has gotten way too competitive. When you're just switching out, you know, top tier pitchers over and over again, there's not going to be much scoring. So it ends up being these two to nothing games. So I think the NFL Pro Bowl has found this, this sweet spot in between just no competition at all and way too much competition. Um, I am going to look more into the NHL All-Star Game this season, because I've never watched that before. I don't know if it's very competitive. But yeah, the NBA All-Star Game, uh, I'll talk about it when all of the rosters are announced and when the draft happens. But it's, you know, it's not the most exciting game to watch. Now, ladies and gentlemen... The moment you've been waiting for this entire episode. My AFC and NFC championship game predictions are ready. I have been putting them in the lab while recording this entire episode, seeing the possibility of who can win, seeing who wins the matchups, and I have my locks, and I'm going to be doing score predictions today. Starting in the NFC, because if you don't know, I am a Bengals fan, so I always like to put my Bengals best for last. In the NFC, we have the Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I talked about last episode that the Rams limited their stadium to only LA residents. They have now released that and allowed anybody to come see the game. If you're asking me, that makes me think that they weren't able to fill the stadium with their own fans. Because if you don't remember, most of their fans are in St. Louis. And most people are not fans of L.A. teams that are actually in L.A. So I think they weren't able to fill the stadium for a A NFC championship game. And they had to allow people to get in. So I assume that this is mostly going to be 49ers fans in the stands. That being said, looking at the matchups, quarterback, every matchup this season has gone to the opposite of the 49ers. Matthew Stafford is just so much better than Jimmy G., I think Matthew Stafford has actually been on the opposite end of the quarterback matchup so far these playoffs, Um, but he's much better than Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo, let's see if he finds another way to win, but that's one point to the Rams. Running back, this is where I have my biggest trouble because they both have these combos of two running backs that are very good. On the Rams side, you have Cam Akers and Sonny Michel, On the 49ers side, you have Debo Samuel, who is a wide receiver, running back, combo threat, and Elijah Mitchell, who has been playing at a great level so far this postseason. If you were asking me who has the better running backs generally, it's probably the the Rams. But man, when Debo Samuel runs the ball, he just does it insanely well. And I know he has some experience at running back, but man, it looks like he's been playing it his entire career. So... I'm going to give the edge to the 49ers on the running game. I think they've just done it more productive in the playoffs so far. So, one to one so far on the matchups. On the wide receivers, it's kind of the same case that the 49ers had against the Packers. I think the 49ers have a better group of wide receivers. But I think the Rams have the most talented wide receiver in this matchup. That obviously being Cooper Cup. He has been unstoppable the whole season. And he has so far been unstoppable in the playoffs. For that reason, I'm giving it to the Rams. They have good 2-3 and guys. They have Van Jefferson. They have Odell Beckham Jr. But Cooper Cup is absolutely unstoppable. So 2-1 to Rams. Tight end. You know where I'm going with this. I... There isn't a better tight end in the NFC, so they're not going to win this matchup. The 49ers obviously win the tight end with George Kittle over Tyler Higbee. I think there should be no discussion about that 2-2. to Moving on to the offensive line, I think both of these teams have great offensive lines. I think both teams have a left tackle that is kind of towards the end of their career that are still playing at very high levels. One being Trent Williams from the 49ers and the other being Andrew Whitworth from the Rams. Now, Whitworth did not play against the Buccaneers. If he does not play for this NFC Championship game, I give the edge to the 49ers. Even if he is playing, I still think I give it to San Francisco. But it's a much closer race if Whitworth is playing this weekend. So, I'm going to give the edge to the 49ers. That makes it 3-2 49ers going into the last category. And it's a very tough category to pick between these two because it is the defense now on one side, you have a very gritty defense with Nick Bosa at the helm for the 49ers. The defensive line has just been absolutely getting pressure on every quarterback they play, no matter how good the quarterback and offensive line are. And on the other side, you have the Rams, who also have an insane defensive lineman in Aaron Donald, but also have a great secondary with the best quarterback in the NFL, Jalen Ramsey leading the helm. You also have Von Miller on the linebackers. So when you're asking me who has the more blockbuster talent, as it has been the whole season from the Rams, obviously LA takes that. But when I'm really looking at it, I see the matchups. I see who's going against who. If Whitworth isn't playing, because I believe he would be matched up with Nick Bosa. If he's not playing, the edge goes to the Rams. Or sorry, the 49ers. But... I'm going to give the matchup to the Rams, just assuming that Whitworth, Whitworth probably comes back, and even if he doesn't, man, it's just hard to root against that big three in the defense, so I'm going to give the Rams, that makes it a straight-up tie, 3-3, three to three. so who am I picking, who's going to win this game, the 49ers have had the Rams number the whole season, they've won both games in the regular season, but I'm feeling a switch of the tide here, I'm picking the L.A. Rams to go to the Super Bowl. I don't want to. I've always rooted against the L.A. Rams, even outside of them being these by people type teams. The Los Angeles Rams, I think, will be going to the Super Bowl, even though I'm rooting for the 49ers. I think there's just too much talent on the Rams to not make them go to the Super Bowl. So unless they decide to change stadiums, which has been in the talks, We will have another home team in the Super Bowl as this season we are playing at the L.A. Rams Stadium. Score prediction for that game? It's tough because I think it will be a good game. I think the championship games kind of have to be at this point, especially after the round that they have to follow up to in the divisional round. Score prediction, I think it will be kind of low. I think the offenses just don't match up to how good the defensives are. I'm going to go with 24-17 to 17 LA Rams. I think it'll be a touchdown type game. I'm sure it'll come down to the 49ers having the ball trying to tie the game up and realizing that Jimmy G is just not the guy. And I assume if they are to lose this game that they will be going with Trey Lance for the future. But if they make the Super Bowl, you got to question if Jimmy G is your guy. So half of the Super Bowl is set there for me. And I am actually going to make that my lock of the week. And you may be surprised by that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the AFC. I took a lot of time to think about this game, and I mean that so genuinely. I looked at every statistic I possibly could. I looked at every player that's not playing on Sunday, the possibility of players not playing on Sunday, because, man, is it hard to root against the Chiefs here. I really want to make my upset of the week, the Cincinnati Bengals, because that's my team, and I want to say that they're making the Super Bowl. That being said, let's get into the matchups here. Now, when you look at quarterback, as much as I love Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow, you know, whatever you want to call him, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes is better. He's the best quarterback in the NFL, and that's without question. At running back, the Bengals do actually have the edge here. I think Joe Mixon is better than the combo of McKinnon and Edwards-Hilaire. One-to-one so far. At wide receiver, they have a number one guy that is you know, I think 50-50, Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill, I think you, this season, just straight up this season, they're completely equal, the second guy, you got Byron Pringle, you got Nicole Hardman, on the Bengals side, you got T Higgins, you got Tyler Boyd, both are great at the wide receiver position, but just because of the two and three guys, I'm gonna give it to the Bengals, I think the Bengals have the best wide receiver core in the NFL, if you're truly asking me. So 2-1 to one Bengals right now. Tight end, without a question. Just like the 49ers, the Chiefs have owned this, uh, this position matchup for the entire playoffs. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL. So the edge goes to the Chiefs. Back up, tied, 2-2. Two, two. Offensive line. I think this, without question, goes to the Chiefs, although I don't think they have the best offensive line you know that I've ever seen. The Bengals have one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. So 3-2 Chiefs. When I look at the defenses, these are defenses that do not shine very heavily. We watched them play earlier this season. It was completely an offensive game. Just yards and yards racked up by the wide receivers and tight ends in that game. Jamar Chase had 266 yards. The Chiefs defense knows how to get turnovers. But ever since week 16, the Bengals know how to not give up turnovers. That being said, outside of the turnover category, the Chiefs do not do well. When we saw the Bengals play them, obviously Jamar Chase had 266 yards on Tyron Matthew. So when I look at this, I truly bring it down to this one stat. If Tyron Matthew plays this game, even though he let that many yards to Jamar Chase the first meeting, if he plays this game, I give it to the Chiefs. If he doesn't play... Which, if you're genuinely asking me, it does not look like he's going to. He's still in concussion protocols two games bef- wait, two days before the game. So if he does not practice today, he's not playing. He's still in concussion protocol. So that's why I'm going to give the edge to the Bengals at defense, making this another 3-3 tie. This is why they're in the championship game, ladies and gentlemen. It's because they are so equally matched. They deserve to be here. It's going to be great games no matter what. And ladies and gentlemen, I did not plan on doing this. I, in my book, in my analysis, said I'm picking the Chiefs. But you know what? That's not what rookie ball is about. Rookie ball is about being the... Bias analyst that'll just pick his teams over no matter what because the Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. I'm picking them as my. Upset the week. And this is my upset of the year, ladies and gentlemen. They are plus seven, they're touchdown underdogs in this game, and they don't deserve to be. I completely disagree with it. This is going to be a great game. It's going to come down to who has the ball last. I think it'll be the better of the two games this Sunday. But I'm picking the Cincinnati Bengals, even though everything in my gut tells me not to. Score prediction. Man, I think this is a high-scoring game. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends in the exact same score that it did last time they met up. I'm going with 34-31 to Cincinnati Bengals. Evan McPherson's leg takes them into the Super Bowl once again on a game-winner, as he's done so many times this season. I wouldn't be surprised if this game goes exactly like the first meeting. I'm picking the Cincinnati Bengals, even though I didn't plan to. They're going to the Super Bowl. So, based off my predictions, my matchup is the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl, like it or not, that's what I'm going with. And if you know me or if you're a fan of the Bengals, I hope you're proud of me that I didn't go against my team. So everybody, as we're reaching the end of the NFL playoffs, I really hope you have enjoyed these episodes that have been coming out, and I hope you're looking forward to so many more in the future. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend, and I will be here on Tuesday talking about the teams that have made the Super Bowl officially and if you need to go check out any right now news go ahead and check out my Twitter at rookie ball podcast I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I can't wait to talk to you guys on Tuesday when hopefully the Bengals make the Super Bowl I will see you guys on the flippity flip get out of here